that elegant weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. gentlemen welcome to an elegant weapon episode 314 my name is jay jm clark jay the jedi ross ross jedi jay and as always it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with me in the l5j studios on this week's episode we bring you a little bit more motor city comic-con magic that's right this time straight from the trenches deep within artist's alley we feature conversations with someone you're quite familiar with someone you're usually used to hearing on this show in the greater toronto area but he made the adventurous voyage to take the journey down to motor city comic-con and make his motor city debut and that is joe schuster award nominated creator of gladiosaurus beaver dam homeless g-men our good friend mr a shay han after that, we have a chat with old Motor City friend. We met and know Eric Gutierrez through Motor City Comic Con. He is the creator of Max the Inebriated Rabbit, a stupidly fun comic. You got to check it out. If you're a fan of this show, you're probably of the mindset where you're going to enjoy Max the Inebriated Rabbit. And trust me, that title, kids, does not disappoint. Following that, a conversation with the cosmic one herself. Our sister, Miss Casey Pierce, she is the writer-creator of Nora, a fantastic, fantastic comic book from Source Point Press. Volume 1 has just been completed with illustration by Sean Christopher Seal, and he knocked it out of the park. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. Coming in for Volume 2 is Miss Kelly O'Hara, who I'm sure uh, her compliment is going to, her sorry, her style is going to compliment Nora wonderfully, and I can't wait to see it. So uh, that's what we have this week. We've got so much fun stuff coming at you. I hope you've been enjoying all the cool stuff. Last week with Taylor Gray, live from Philly, Star Wars Rebels. How was that, you know? Uh, David Bradley, my goodness, it's been an incredible time we've been having this spring. And we've got so much more fun stuff to bring to you. Uh, more Motor City Comic Con conversations still to come. More great Philadelphia Comic Con panel fun still to come. Uh, pay attention, and uh, it'll be in the box soon, kids. So, uh, that's all we got this week. Conversations with Mr. A. Shehan, Eric Gutierrez, and Casey Pierce. Please enjoy. This is, uh, this is interesting and new in several ways. As you all know, I'm here 
one of my favorite cons of the year, Motor City Comic Con. And I have a guest. I guess you're not used to hearing on this year's special or any other year's special. We dragged him out of the Canadas. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, A. Shea Han. What's up, folks at home? Uh, you're in Detroit. How's it feel, eh? It's all right. It's all right. A lot of nice people here. Fair-sized show. Some I, really kick-ass artists that I got to talk with today. Crazy artists, eh? Yeah. Really Tom work. Rainey's here, whose work I love. Nice. I got to get my books critiqued by Frank Quitely, which is expand on that. Which absolute books? highlight. Yeah. Beaver Dam, issue one and two. I brought them over for Mr. Quitely to have a look at. He was very favorable. He really liked what I was doing, the palettes I'd chosen, the page layouts. It was, that's the highlight of the show. That's what I'm taking home with me. That's fantastic. You're very good. I would recommend other artists do the same thing. You always make a point to get around the alley, see what else is going on. I got to talk to these people. We're part right. of the same community. I don't. I never see the point in just staying behind your table and shutting down and thinking, this is my work and this is all I'm doing. It's like, you're going to miss out. Yeah, totally going to miss out. And that's coming from you who are very business sensed. Like you, you are very, you know, you well, look at your numbers, you detail your shows. And, stuff costs money. Yeah, so well, it's the same thing see, when you do yeah. your comics. I haven't seen anybody else write out the charts and the graphs and the People do. Well, people yeah. who are who plan it properly do. Did you mm-hmm. learn to do that, or is that something you just decided to pick up and keep yourself organized? It's or the only way to keep track. But was so. there someone's like technique you saw and was like, I'm gonna? Oh, do probably, that. probably <laughs> someone. Yeah, it's no. I didn't re, you know reinvent the wheel here or anything. They're just a bunch of check marks. You it's know? still pretty cool. I mean, you get detail. We were talking last night about how how you go about your comics in such a fun way. Uh, yeah. You know, Gladiosaurs, on Facebook, you said, I got this idea, I need a script. Writers, you got two hours. Yep, pretty much. Two hours later, had you the, get a script. Whoever was ballsy enough to do it, Roel Torres won that prize. He sent me the perfect thing, and they got, you know, they got paid for it. You know, they still, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Still got paid. But using the internet as a sounding board it makes perfect sense. So shouting out character names or putting up a drawing and seeing how people respond to it gives you a pretty good sense of how people might respond to it at a show. Yeah, absolutely. So what's been uh, what's been the top mover for you this weekend? Oh, geez. Uh, Gladiosaurs, as usual. Well, since it's come out, Gladiosaurs always sells like crazy. It's probably the number one seller right now. Awesome. I saw some kayfabes move, though, didn't I? Uh, one or two, probably. Right kayfabe on. anthologies, yeah. Um, are we going to see more gladiators? Or is that yeah, it? there's a sequel to Gladiosaurs written by... Sorry, Gladiosaurs, uh, Malcolm Derlicks, or Mike something, as he's known, uh, wrote the sequel called Bride of Gladiosaurs. <laughs> it will be out in a year or so, probably. I've, I've only drawn about three pages of the book. It's He put a lot of stuff. I said go nuts, and man, he went absolutely crazy with the book. So how did it come about with uh, Malcolm to do that? I told him to do it. <laughs> he's like, yes, sir. <laughs> and he wanted to do it. Malcolm's and, great that way. Yeah, he's, hey, he's Malcolm, a really watch good my table. Okay. <laughs> he's a really good writer. Besides yeah. being an excellent guy in the Toronto Comics community, he's a really good writer. Oh, yeah. Tommy Gun Banshee's a fantastic book. That very was, good. That was the buzz book of all last year, man. That, that thing took off. Yeah, it was excellent. I'm looking forward to the second issue. Whenever him and Todd get it out there to us, it's going to be cool. I've now, got a pinup in that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Were there any expectations you had about coming here that were met or exceeded? Um, I can't say it's been the best show for sales. I'm going to be perfectly honest about right? that. So yeah. It's been a little difficult uh, getting through, but I still have had a great time, of course. I make the best out of any situation. 
cut off my leg and uh, you know I'll enter a hopping contest. Right. And I'll win it as well. So. That's fun. <laughs> so Beaver Dam too. Yeah, Beaver Dam issue two just came out. Issue three will be coming out in November, I think. I've drawn about eight pages of it so far. <laughs> I've been doing some layouts and stuff. It's looking good. As I hack into our interview. But yeah, it's consist- been pretty consistently coming out every six months. How far are you going to take it? Five issues. Okay. And then a collected trade. That would be your first trade. That would be my first right? because I never bothered finishing Homeless G-Man after three issues. Why don't you go back? I, w- I will someday, At but some I've got point. four things on the go right now. You've always got a bunch of shit on the go. I do. I That's do. why you're a Gene Day-nominated Joe Schuster Award-nominated exactly. artiste. And congratulations, I believe what that occurred again this year. Yes. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, is this not happening I'm yet? in consideration, I believe. Oh, well, congratulations on them considering you. I, I, I should. And it's for I, Beaver Dam, yes? And Gladius Horse. Oh, yeah. very, very cool, man. That's very exciting. Well, Shay... Um, I'm very happy that you did come down. I know you didn't have I the like super it. greatest show. I like it here. No, but I, everyone's... But, and, and it always yeah. says like people are really nice. It's very true of this show. Yeah. The volunteers are absolutely the best volunteers at any show that I've ever done. Yeah. They're incredible people. And generally people from Michigan are pretty cool. I've yet to meet one asshole in Michigan. That's good. That's I got good. two hours to go. So yeah, we'll a couple see. more hours. <laughs> we still got to make it back across that goddamn border. Yes. So, uh, but either way, and that's what, a Shehan. What have the highlights been for you? For me, Jason Clark. Just being here every year is a highlight for me, man. I, there's this energy here, this positivity, like you're yeah, saying really about nice this people. show that. I just can't get enough of. Everybody I talk to in interview here is just in the greatest mood mm-hmm. and having the best time. And, uh, you know, Michigan, it's it's great people. It really it's excellent is. People. You know, I love this state. So uh, that's A.J. Han. If you know this show, you know A.J. Han. And you'll hear him again because we'll go back up to Canada. And Do you and I, I believe, I haven't been... I'm going either way. I still got to try and get my press. But Forest City Comic Con coming City up in, in September. You're doing Montreal. I'll be I'll be doing Fantasticon for one day uh, in June in Montreal. Then I'm also in June I'll be at the Eyesore Cinema uh, little film festival that Adam Riot Thorne will be doing. That's I think the third week of June. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's like it's like five bucks and you get to watch a whole bunch of crazy horror movies and right. B movies and stuff. That's super cool. Well, Shay, it was an absolute pleasure having you come along this year. This has been a good ride. You know, we did Philly together, got you out here, and you're always the most wonderful travel companion. I uh, keep everyone talking. Yes, you do. Talking in in fun, ridiculous ways. no one falls asleep at the wheel on my watch. (laughs) All right, check out A. Shay Han uh, online, on Facebook, on Instagram. It's Mad Craft Shay. Mad Crafty Shay. And uh, that's where you can see all the fun, ridiculous madness that comes out of this man's brain. Thank you so much, Shay. Cheers, buddy. Love you. It's kind of funny. It smells like tacos around here. <laughs> I wish. Enchiladas <laughs> and empanadas and wow. all that kind of delicious stuff. How are you, Eric I'm Gutierrez? Good. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. I, uh, how's your weekend going? Pretty good. Pretty yeah? good. You know, it's always a great time in Motor City. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, have uh, friends like friends like you to hang out with. Oh, you're a sweet fella. <laughs> we had some fun last night. My Canadian uh, fellow friends. Yeah. See, I go international. Absolutely. When are you going to come up to Canada? I should. We um, need more Mexicans. You know what? 
I wish I would, but they, I don't think the border likes me to go back and forth. <laughs> That's the problem. You're not going to know if you don't try. That's true. Right? Yeah. All you got to do been, is... It, no, seriously, it's been a while since I've been to Canada because it's such a hassle to get to yeah. and from there. Yeah. It's, ha- it's, you have been, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah what have you times. been up for? What's that? Have you ever done, like, a show up there or no, just no. for other reasons? No, no. I'm talking, like, years ago. Right. Last time I went, I bought a car, so... <laughs> that was a fun experience, coming bringing it over. Nice, nice. <laughs> Eric Gutierrez, the creator of Max the Inebriated Rabbit. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, uh, yes. A wonderfully fun, awesome book, of Thank which you. there is a brand new issue. Yes, Tell there is. Tell me all about it. Uh, the issue itself or Max? Start with Max. <laughs> Let the people right. know. Well, as you know, Max is sort of like a throwback to that... Robert Crumb-esque, uh, you know, subversive, funny, anim- anthropomorphic, uh, like Fritz the Cat. Um, mixture of that and like a Charles Bukowski and like, uh, I always tell people it's like a rated R version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, kind of like that, you know. Totally, totally. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a degenerate. <laughs> he means well, can't seem to do well. He's got a beautiful Latina girlfriend named Ophelia who puts up with his shenanigans and uh, his best friend is a drug dealing squirrel named Percy. <laughs> you, you know, combine that with like experiences I've had in, in, Detroit, in Detroit, pre-gentrified Detroit, after-hour scene, you know. So sort of like a hodgepodge of, of stuff that I've seen and experienced and influences. That's awesome. Man. And issue three is the latest one. He encounters uh, <laughs> a giant rooster named King Bucho, <laughs> who uh, was a up-and-coming boxing champ, you know, fighter, yeah. you know, uh, a fighting chicken. <laughs> or not chicken, I should say rooster. Right, is, a yeah. fighting cock. Fighting right, cock, right, yes, right. yes. All right. yeah, but uh, he <laughs> went to prison for selling dope, got out. Uh, now he runs illegal fights, like in the warehouses, sort of like fight club. So, of course, Max uh, somehow gets involved with Bucho's main squeeze, his girl, and uh, of course Max ends up you know, getting into a fight with King Bucho. We all know that probably doesn't end well. No. So basically, that's that's issue three. Oh, I love it, man. I was excited to read it. <laughs> well, it's you. such fantastic fun. I'm glad you're doing this. There's not enough of these fun old school style, yeah, right, you, you know, know, underground indie comics going on anymore. Yeah. It was huge back in the day. It was, Like, yeah. if you'd go to a yes. tiny, like, shows were tinier then, but if right. you went to, like, our Comic-Con back then, yeah. you know, that's pretty much all you'd probably see. You remember, like, the whole boom of funny animals, like, in the late 80s, early 90s? Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, of course, it started with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when it was gritty. Right. You know what I mean? When oh, first, yeah. And yeah. then you had, like, uh, Fish Police and... Uh, yeah. And, oh, and... and uh, Black, the, Black Belt Radioactive Hamsters. Yes, yes, I remember. Yes. Yeah. Biker Mice from Mars. Biker Mice from yeah, Mars. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you had the whole Fantagraphics, uh, uh, their whole uh, Funny Animal series. Uh, I can't think of the name right now. Chris Brown recently sold me some of his oh yeah and right it's on. just amazing stuff you know and that, yeah, that yeah. harkens back to that you know so how so, did you get into reading oh and Black stuff? Sad Black Sad is right that's a whole nother level how'd you get into this, these type of comics how did you get attracted to this style I don't know man like as a kid I just always gravitated towards that kind of underground you know what I mean uh, you know I, you know, I, I love my fair share of Marvel DC you know Hulk was my guy for Marvel right as a kid Batman DC uh, but like seriously like Harry Reid's caliber, uh, like I was, I got into to the Crow, uh, Dead Worlds, before even, you know what I mean? Before right. he was even like, and I was a kid. And you're a Michigan native, yeah. And I'm a Michigan native. Yeah. Yes, so that you would have been exposed to that stuff early right, right. on, right? And I was, right. and I was happy. I was glad I did. I was, you know what right. I mean? I just always gravitated towards that gritty underground, like black and white, you right, know, indie right. comic yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just 
it fit my it like you know it fits my it fit my taste you know so, right right yeah. right that's awesome fun man. i'm <coughs> yeah. glad you're doing it no thank you where's the book available right now right now it's on it's available at the cons uh i plan on and i'm gonna make an announcement soon uh hopefully you know i'm not gonna but the first three issues are going into a trade oh that's yeah. exciting yeah so yeah, all yeah. the details will be coming soon i'm excited um and then i'll, I'll put out put out issue four so forth you know it's going to be collected in the volumes after that right so cool man it's going to be cool it's going to have an original story very fun what else yeah. going on anything else you want to brag about uh well you know i'm trying with the movie stuff that's, that's a oh whole yeah another, that's a whole another animal well like yeah. writing writing some scripts well, yeah or, well or trying to push your books into a movie well probably both eventually but no i write i write scripts dude so. a max cartoon would be the greatest goddamn thing in the world oh no yeah that's long-term plan yeah i, wanna, I would love to animate it Make at least a, like a pilot episode. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be taking you know. it right over the edge, Oh, man. for sure. I'd love to have some more fucking cartoons that go <laughs> that far. People talk about, oh, Family Guy is edgy and, you know, Rick and Morty edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, edgy is insane. I want to see right. some more edgy. Edge, like, dark. Like, yeah. yeah like I can't remember the last time I saw a cartoon character smoking a dube in their cartoon. Right. You have to go back to, like, Ralph Bakshi stuff. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, his totally. controversial. You know, I love Ralph Bakshi. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much probably the last... Like subversive, like underground, yeah. like grimy cartoon. Well, it's a weird time, but it's up to guys like you and me who aren't ashamed of who right. we are. Right. And, you know, the world's changing. Social attitudes, like towards bot and things, are changing. Yeah. For the better. And I see, you know, like you're doing your thing. I see Super Bud Comic out there yeah, doing their that's thing. That's hilarious. And, uh, you know, yeah. Super Stoner. I was telling yes, you about yes, the Avengers yes. of Super Stoner last night. Yeah. And it's just fun-ass indie stuff. It's right. got that old-school, like, Mr. Naked, you know, <laughs> Cheech and Chong feel. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. And I, I just love it. So, But I I really i am I'm surprised with it having become so mainstream, at least in certain areas, right. that there aren't more going on. But you know what I also find? I spent Friday running around looking for papers... And I couldn't find any anywhere. <laughs> and it's weird because I'm always the guy who well, smells gotta, at the Comic Con. You got to come to the hood, man. Yeah, man. We, we got them in gas stations and party stores all over the place. Yeah. You get them all day. But you know what I mean? At Comic Con, sometimes like people will think, well, sure, there's somebody in here, but no. Yeah. I know, isn't that weird? No. Because you know why, too, though? What? Because now the cool thing is to have the vapors and the. That's uh, true too. You know the, yeah. the, the pipes and the, you know what I mean. Unless like, yeah, unless everybody's eating candies around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. Edibles. Not noticing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. the thing. Like we're old school. You know, yeah, we're like yeah. Yeah, give me a paper. I'll Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dubes all the way, Eric. Yes. Gutierrez. How would I say it? Would, would I say it well, really properly? Gutierrez. Gutierrez. Yeah. I guess that. That was yeah? good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Well, I get a lot of. Uh, I get a lot of practice with my good friend Alfonso Espinos. Oh, uh, he like runs it. Studio Comics Press okay. up in Cambridge, Ontario. It's like about an hour, hour and a half outside of Toronto North. Oh, nice. And he's our only Mexican. <laughs> he's, you know, and he's genuine. He's from Mexico. <laughs> he's, okay. You know, so I have the thing. He talk like this every time we do the interview, right? <laughs> and it's great. He's a wonderful dude. And uh, actually, his Studio Comics is becoming the place to have your books printed oh. by Toronto artists oh, right nice. now. Very good work, affordable. He's a creator himself. And every time we talk, we just, you know, we make yeah. fun about the fact that Canada has an insane multicultural outlook. Yeah, yeah. But we ain't got no Mexicans. They're yeah, the ones who we, don't We come. stop at Detroit. We don't go any farther. I think farther. so, man. <laughs> and we've got, like, every other, like, Latino pretty That's much really? represent. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. 
and and for some reason there's not a That's lot weird. of Mexicans and. I don't know, maybe it's just too damn cold, man. Well, I, shit, really I mean, there's know. a lot of Mexicans in, in Detroit, so and that gets cold. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they just, uh, they're like, yeah, we're, we'll stay here. Let's, we're not going to go any further north. <laughs> <laughs> so Alfonso's been teaching me and helping me when we talk. He's, he helps me get in the roles right and stuff. But it also, the role could come naturally because when you're used to talking like this all the time, and when, you're, <laughs> when you grow up and your grandmother is constantly talking to you like this, <laughs> And your yeah. gran and stuff, you learn to roll your arms your gran, in I different like ways, yeah. right? So it's gutire, uh, gutire, gutire. <laughs> That's pretty good, good times. Eric, you're an absolute blast, man. And I really want everybody to check out Max the Inebriated yeah, Rabbit. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, because if you're a fan of this show, you're going to be a fan of this book. I think, yeah, yeah. you're right. I yeah, think it goes yeah. hand in hand. Eric, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Good thank times. Beautiful, the wonderful, oh, the exceptional, stop it. the spectacular, the talented, Jeez, stop. the fiery, ah. Miss Casey Pierce. Hi, Casey. Hello. How are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. We having a fun show? I'm having a great show. I love Motor City Comic Con. Well, this is this is it, right? Yeah, this is it. This is the mecca, baby. This is where it kind of all began. Yeah. For this silly little con life family of ours. This is where I met you. <laughs> Absolutely it is. Mm -hmm. This is my fifth year here. So it's year five anniversary sort of thing. Damn, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> were you coming before I met you? Were you doing the show? Uh, yeah, I was. I was, you know, as a patron, but yeah, I was, I was doing the show. It's been exciting times for you, Miss Casey Pierce. It is an exciting time. What an explosive year you've had. I have, and it's... it's it's not over. You no, know? No, I mean, the year no, is so young. Starting, yeah. you know? Well, I guess I should say last year into this year, um, we were very, very, very honored up in Toronto to have you, as your first time, a guest at Toronto Comic Con. Yeah, craziness, right? That's like, huge, man. How was it? It was awesome. You know, um, Toronto Comic Con, I had done it uh, the year prior with Source Point Press. Um, but being uh, on my own uh, as a guest, it was, you know, I was so honored. Right. Really, really just honored. Great uh, personable promoter. Um, and I really enjoyed myself. I sold out um, of the Nora series. At the time, I had three issues, so all three issues. Um, and uh, now I can say I sold out internationally. That's wonderful. I'm an Isn't international cool? sellout. You're an international seller. That's a beautiful <laughs> thing. We love to have you up there. I knew you'd go over well there. Oh, I appreciate You know, that. there's a strong female presence going on in Toronto. There it's not it huge, but... The females that are making waves are making some serious waves. Oh, yeah. They're the know? ones creating the buzz. Like Allison O'Toole, she's really carrying that torch. Are we allowed to talk about what's going on We're with that? We're totally allowed to talk about now, it. Now, for those who don't know, Allison O'Toole is one of the top editors in Toronto right now. She's a former editor for Chapter House. She might still be, actually. Uh, uh, you might know her work on uh, Jason Liu's Pitiful Human Lizard. Uh, as well, she is heavily involved with the Toronto Comics Anthology. She's been an editor there for years. And last year, she came out with a very cool new project called Wayward Sisters, yes. which, are, which are monstrous stories by monstrous women. It's all monstrous stories by women. Now, I saw she was going to do that and instantly got a hold of you and said, this can't be done without you. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't work out for the time. You were just busy as hell. Right. But you have since met Allison coming up to Toronto, yeah. and this has uh, caused the burgeoning of something new. Tell us about it. Yes, we've united the clans, as I, it were. 
Um, so yeah, I, I went up to a table. I purchased Wayward Sisters, which is an excellent, excellent anthology, guys. Please check it out. Um, and we spoke, and now she is going to be on my new project that we're going to kickstart somewhere around Halloween. It is basically the craft meets Nordic mythology, Ooh. and it's a Viking witch series, and it's called Cirrus. And they are self-contained stories. There's four issues, and it's very—it's going to be in the style of heavy metal. Um, Jay Jaycott's going to illustrate that. I, oh, really? I didn't know Jay was going to illustrate it. Oh, yeah, it. Jay yeah. Jaycott, yeah. That's rad. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, having her on the project, and it's always exciting to work with new editors because every—they're so much different, uh, and they vary. And uh, um, we have number one in the bag uh, as far as edits go. We shipped it off to uh, Jay Jaycott. And uh, it was uh, awesome working with her. It really what, what's, what's And we have the same birthday. Do you really? We have really? the exact, exact same I birthday. I did not know that. See, yeah. it's all meant to be. It's fate in the stars. Yeah, because yeah. I, was, I was stalking her on uh, Twitter, like <laughs> you do. And I go, oh, my God. You oh, are born June 1st, too. So, yeah, she's super cool. I'm excited to work with not only uh, another female on this project, but, uh, you know, it, um, it have this sort of international merger. And uh, it, it's it's a truly an honor. What was unique about working with Allison compared to other editors you've worked with? Um, well, I think story-wise, it was a little different, different too, because I we're going to like 947, so a lot of language is uh, uncharted territory for me. So she really helped me out a lot with that. And working with her, I think she put a little more of a human element in it she's like okay so the way this character um reacts to this situation now uh, this is up to you however this is what's happening in this conversation so she takes a, a certain uh, psychological approach to her editing uh, i find uh, more than the other editors i've worked with in the past that's something that sounds like it would suit you though because that's what your your writing is very cerebral. It's a you know it's it's a lot about what's going on and yeah. deep layers of the mind often just right. set in different ways, right? Yeah. Speaking of deep layers of the mind, Nora. Yes. Number four. It's out. It's out. Out. How's the reception? It's been? oot, as you would say. <laughs> it was oot. Um, <laughs> it, it's been great, and it's so nice being able to say I have the whole volume out. You can purchase all four made it a lot easier to sell for one thing and uh, it's an exciting time because now we are headed into volume two which has already been all of us written right all of it's written you know edited all that good stuff um and kelly o'hara will be taking the reins who is a couple tables down from us as we she speak is. the wonderful kelly o'hara uh kells bells yes what i call her yes um a very good friend. She does a painterly style as well, but it will be very interesting to see because her roots are in sort of this, to- like a Tokyo pop edge sort of manga. Yeah. Now it's not going to be manga, as Travis says. He ain't never doing no fucking manga. <laughs> um, but uh, you're gonna see that influence in there. So it's gonna be cerebral, but um, a different layer of cerebral. Like right. We're just saying. Uh, layers of the mind. And I'm really excited to see this. It's going to be your first time ever doing sequentials, too. I know, which is very exciting. Uh, I yeah. am very honored to say that I'm going to pop a cherry. Nice. It's a, it's a cute cherry to pop. Yes. Definitely. Nora, so people know, Nora is a coma fisher, which means Nora can go into your mind, into your coma, and she can either help bring you out, help you move on. Bring finality. Just, you know, just bring everything to good. Now... Uh, it also involves another side of the story where she got her powers from. It's a bit of a CIA situation yeah. mystery going on there. Yep. And 
that's one of the raddest things about the book. You could have carried this book on either or of those ideas. Sure. And you've mixed the two together. So it's very cool to see almost two lines running in a story, right? Yeah, it's yeah. one of, I mean, it's a comic series that definitely doesn't hold your hand through the story. Right. Um, so sometimes it does take a reread because in each issue you will start to get a window into a dark past, into patholo- uh, uh, pathogenic development with the CIA and creating uh, weaponry uh, for biological warfare. Right. And uh, you'll start to piece together through this past how she's able to do what she does, whereas metaphysically she can go inside of your mind's eye and fish you out of a coma. Too cool, man. And you're going to collect them. Yes, we got a oh, trade yeah. coming, Ooh, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just talking about that to Travis the other day. Yeah. I had a list. You know, it's it's hard because Travis is so busy these days. I'm so busy. I There's my list of Travis questions. So when I see him, I'm I like. I don't know. It looks like he's sitting over there doing fuck all right now. Oh, I know. And then <laughs> he'll bitch about, you brought me all the way down here. What do you want? Right. And I'm like, I have a list of questions. I heard you. You were like. Okay, Mr. Publisher, when's this, 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 and this happening? Yeah, I, yeah. I need answers. So do we have any answers when the we trade's going to... We do. Around August, we're going to kickstart the trade. Nice. And I'd, there, there's someone I want to ask to do the cover art, but I can't talk about it right now, but it's, uh, I really hope he says yes. Uh, oh, I just said he. Oh, my God. Because there's only a couple of them around. Right. <laughs> That's really going to narrow it down. Oh, he, you're talking about that guy. People at home are, like, narrowing it down, like, oh, right down. He, yeah. okay. I appreciate comics that don't hold the, the the reader's hands all the time, no. Right. You know, I really like, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of Staunch Ambition uh-huh. by Brian E. Oh, Lau, yeah. and he in no way, I had to read that book like four times before <laughs> I really got it. Like, I got it, but then there's little things, you're like, wait, I gotta go back and check that out. What right. were it's they meaning like e- there? watching you know? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, oh, you're like, mm, totally. uh, I might yeah. have to get that a third watch. But again, I mean, his book in the same vein as Nora, it's beautifully painted illustration. Oh, thank you. And, you know, it, it's a style that I can't get enough of. Yeah, that's Sean Seal. He's definitely a, a surrealist. Yeah, it's good stuff. So he killed it. We got Kelly O'Hara coming up to kill, uh, what do we call it then? Is it, is, are, they, are you calling the four volume one? Oh, that, yeah, that we have uh, we have a title, but I, I, I don't want to reveal So that. is it going to, like, is the next volume, what I mean is, like, you've got one through four. That's good. That's kind of the first section. Right. That's going to be put in a trade. Will the next section be five, six, seven, eight, or is it going to be a brand new one, two, three, four? Uh, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. That's cool. So it will kind of continue on sequentially, numerically, at least. <laughs> well, I hope it does. I, I wrote it that way. So. The only thing, one of the things... Uh, I wish there was more comics that held on to try to be sequentials mm-hmm. once in a while. Like Dan Doherty's doing it. I mean, Touching Evil is up to like issue 11, I think. You know, Jason Liu's doing it with the Lizard. I mean, he's up to like 14 or 15. Well, it, and you it, don't see a lot of that, especially no. Source Point. That's always been Source Point's thing that they don't like to do that. How right. are you able to convince him to let you? Because I said this is how it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't. I find it just easier because. That way you know, because not everybody's a trade person. I mean, I know people like the trades, but when they do buy the single issues, it's like, okay, well, you just started over. So which one is Lost Volume 1? And they right. say, I just bought the trade then, but nobody wants uh, to that. I like how you're going about it. It can be a little confusing when you when it's like, this, this Volume 2 and then another subtitle and right, then another right. subtitle, you know? So. Yeah, let's eliminate confusion. Yeah. So obviously you're going to come back up this year to Toronto at some point for something. Oh, this year? You're gonna you're gonna try to do Fan Expo again? I'm gonna see. Cause no, it was Toronto Comic Con that you were a guest at. 
Yeah. Right? Yes. So we still got to get you guested in at Fan Expo, which be, would be sensational, you know? Right. That's a, that's a lot of time because it's right next to New York. Right. So it's one of those, you know, wings. If I can but, do it, you can do it. Make it happen. All right. I need you there, and then when I go to New York, right. I will need to see you there. Okay. Because the world is not as powerful a place without Casey Pierce around. Good gravy. I am like seven shades of burgundy right now. <laughs> More appropriately, seven shades of black, yeah. as often. Oh, yeah, I'm layers of black. I'm, I'm pulling a chick manning here. I'll still never met, uh, forget when I first met you down here. And you kind of had your beehive going on I still did, at the yeah. time. You had your peg going. And you had these big rad glasses, a big flower in your hair, your pretty little dress. I was just like, what the fuck is this fucking cool-ass shit right here? <laughs> I, was, I was a creature. Yeah, but to watch you progress, you know, in yourself and become more into yourself, more confident in yourself, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey to be able to tag along with you on. Well, thank and, uh, you. And I know it's going to be many, many more years to come. Casey? Yes, yes, There's it will be. crazy shit coming out of this gal's brain, I'll tell you Always that shit. Always evolving. And uh, you can also check out Pieces of Madness, which is your collection of short stories. Yes, seven yeah. short tales of the insane cultist and paranormal. It's a Clive Barker meets Twilight Zone. Definitely a gore piece. Now there's illustrations of bonus stories. So it's, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty dope. It's super exciting. You can find all this stuff online. You can go to sourcepointpress.com to pick up Nora. Uh, Casey Pierce, uh, you're all over the place. Oh, yes. Facebook.com. Slash Cosmic Casey, both with K's. Uh, Twitter at Cosmic Casey. Instagram at KCD Writes, not as in women's live as in physical writing. Nice. My cosmic sister Casey, thank you so much, love. Good luck with everything this year. Oh, thank you. Stay stellar.